For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. A child was among four people killed in a mass shooting at an office building in the city of Orange, southeast of Los Angeles. Police said a fifth victim and the gunman were critically wounded. Orange Police Lieutenant Jennifer Amat said when police arrived at the two-story structure around 5.30 yesterday afternoon, shots were being fired. Over the next hours, days, and weeks, we will be attempting to determine and uh, get as much information on the victims, our suspect, and the relationship between those, as well as the type of business which this occurred at. The violence in the city of Orange is the nation's third mass shooting in just over two weeks. After three emotional days in the murder and manslaughter trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, the prosecution continues its case this morning. Yesterday, prosecutors for the first time played police body cam video of the arrest and death of George Floyd. 61-year-old Charles McMillan, who knew then-officer Chauvin from the neighborhood and was there that day, broke down in tears after watching video of Floyd's death. In the previously unseen police footage, McMillan can be heard speaking to Chauvin after paramedics took Floyd's lifeless body away. McMillan tells Chauvin he did not respect what Chauvin did to Floyd. In response, Chauvin justifies kneeling on Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes as he lay face down in handcuffs, saying McMillan's objection is one person's opinion and that Floyd had to be restrained because he was a sizable guy and was probably on something, referring to drugs. That's one person's opinion. But, but, no, 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 I've got to get him. I've got to get him. we got to kind of control this guy because he's a sizable guy. The 19-year-old store clerk who sold Floyd tobacco and was given a counterfeit bill in return expressed guilt and remorse, saying if he hadn't taken the bill, the whole incident could have been avoided. Two U.S. Capitol Police officers have sued former President Trump for the physical injuries and emotional harm they suffered as a result of the January 6th Capitol insurrection. The lawsuit cites Trump's speech to a crowd preceding the Capitol assault, as well as his statements and conduct before that date. It says Trump failed to take timely action to stop his followers from continued violence at the Capitol. Capitol officer Sidney Hemby says he was crushed against the doors on the east side of the Capitol while trying to hold back the insurrectionists. The lawsuit says things were being thrown at him and he was sprayed with chemicals that irritated his eyes, skin and throat. Capitol Police Officer James Blassingame said insurrectionists who breached the Capitol slammed him against a stone column and repeatedly hurled the racial slur, the N-word, at him. The lawsuit says foremost in his mind was the certainty the insurrectionists were interested in him and the other officers not going home to their families that night. Congressional committees are laying the groundwork for President Biden's $2.3 trillion infrastructure plan. He unveiled it yesterday in Pittsburgh. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has said she'd like to have the massive bill passed by July 4th. Laura Rossbrow-Tellum reports. President Joe Biden shared the first part of his $2 trillion infrastructure proposal, the American Jobs Plan. It's a once-in-a-generation investment in America, unlike anything we've seen or done since we built the interstate highway system and the space race decades ago. It's the largest American jobs investment since World War II. Which would fix roads and bridges, rail service, airports, and create millions of jobs. Biden said the U.S. ranks 13th in the world in infrastructure, with highways and public transit facilities in disrepair, while foreign competitors race ahead. 
clean transportation technology, including charging stations for electric vehicles, is a key focus. It won't be easy to pass the huge bill, which also includes funding for home care services, manufacturing, housing, broadband, and schools, especially on the heels of the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan, which had no GOP support. For Pacifica Network and Public News Service, I'm Laura Rossbratellum. Texas Republicans have begun passing sweeping new voting restrictions. A bill the state Senate approved early this morning included reduced options to cast ballots, limits on polling hours, and more power for partisan poll watchers. It comes after an elections overhaul was signed into law last week in Georgia, where opponents have already filed lawsuits and are calling for boycotts of corporations that are silent on restrictive voting measures. A similar measure in the Texas House chamber could advance toward a full vote later today. Seven Hong Kong pro-democracy advocates have been convicted on charges of organizing and participating in massive anti-government protests in 2019 that triggered a crackdown on dissent. They face up to five years in prison. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.